Hi everyone, this is Dasha and this is Project Love Yourself. With me, I have Desiree Delia. <laughs> I said that so cute, didn't I? Yes, you did. Um, she is actually now the co-producer of Project Love Yourself and I'm very, very excited to chat with her. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Desiree. Oh boy, I feel like we are on a hotline. Um, <laughs> Tell you about me. Well, I am an entrepreneur. Okay. I love nature. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. There's so many things. I am so. You vast. also you also have like this amazing talent of makeup. Like you do amazing makeup. You've worked you. with so many professional artists. Thank you. And I've personally I've stalked your Instagram many many times, <laughs> and your work is amazing. So you Thank also you. do that, but you yes. also have a book out. Yes. Tell me about that. So my coloring book is inspired by makeup. So, mm -hmm. you know, makeup is my passion. Makeup is always that thing for me that no matter where I go, how far I wander off, makeup always finds its way back, whether it's a gig or someone's calling me for something. Um, so the book is inspired by that. I started teaching when I was early in my career and I would teach my students with face charts and the idea kind of like started back in the day and it is basically create your own makeup image so what that means is you are creating your own makeup image by coloring mm -hmm. and you know you can make it as fun as you want it can be right. multi different types of textures multimedias crayons markers pencils you can do it it literally can be whatever you want it to be and you know it was all about being creative and inspiring and expanding your mind and when you expand your mind you get new fresh ideas and yeah. that's where the book is from and anyone can do it absolutely it, it it's geared for everyone it doesn't matter if you're an artist of any type or right. not or whether or not you don't color in the lines like it, it's not about that it's just about being free and expressing i love that Thank you. So a lot of the times I, I look at somebody's Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, this woman, she's doing so many things and she's so successful and she has her coloring book out mm -hmm. and she's doing all of these amazing things within her life, but nobody sees the backstory and nobody sees the struggles and nobody sees the difficult times, dark times. Yes. So what would be the darkest time that you had to kind of struggle through and fight through to get to this very moment where you, I would say, almost feel like you were kind of at peace and doing big things, um, especially with makeup, with your book. How did you get from point A to Z? Uh, a lot of work um, and on multiple planes, work that people see, work that people aren't seeing. I mean, every day is a struggle and like that doesn't have to be like a negative or like a, a hard times thing when they say every day is yeah. a struggle. It's just pushing through and never, I've always believed in myself and the things that I wanted to do with my life. I was just born with this feeling and I always followed that feeling and whether it's taken me through good, whether it's taking me through bad, you know, I just always follow it, and, and it's it's got me here. So, I don't I don't really know. I mean, I don't, I can name a hundred bad things that happened to me today. A gig that I was really excited about for the next week canceled. So, right. I mean, how am I getting through that? 
uh, well, because something bigger is meant to come into that place. And exactly. That's kind of, I try to believe in that. Yeah. It's important to always believe that you have to move forward no matter what. Yes. Even if it's a very difficult, difficult time, you just have to kind of trust the process. Yes. Um, so and not overanalyze and stew because I yes. used to do that when I was younger right before I realized what it meant to have quality of mental health and now I'm like stewing is for the birds thank yeah. you <laughs> mental health is I think so important and a lot of people think mental health they correlated to um you know prescription drugs or seeing a therapist which is so important too because I've had my share of seeing a therapist for a while right um but mental health is also self-love and balance and learning how to deal with negative emotions when they come. Yes. Because you're right. A lot of people do stew. Yes. I've had moments where I have repetitive negative thinking and I sometimes get so lost in it, I, don't, I can't even catch myself anymore. Yes. And I end up bringing that to myself even more. So the universe is going to help me attract everything I'm thinking about. Yeah. Or... Do you ever notice, like, if you're on this really crazy, weird spiral of thinking all these bad things, and then something falls, or something loud smashes, yeah. and you, like, snap out of it? Yeah. That, to me, is, like, the angels or the universe being like, bitch, relax, <laughs> stop, what are you doing? You're causing this to yourself. You're breaking your own heart. Stop. Yeah. That's so true. Yes. Uh, we spoke about, in the past, about being successful women and, and being independent women and literally fighting for ourselves and still feeling alone at some point. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about what that means to you. Um, feeling alone? So Lonely. Me? Lonely. Yeah, I mean, listen. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> Tell me the truth now. I, I have always been a one-man show, and I've been happy to be a one-man show. Right. And, you know, I just think that there's body pillows. <laughs> I mean, all I really like when I feel lonely is I just want someone, like, next to me. And if I just have to, like, crunch up a lot of pillows, then I feel... Um, I'm fine. But you know what? I have a necklace that I wear all the time. It's this cute little pendant I got for $2, by the way, <laughs> on Shein.com. And it's these two pinkies that are holding, like, pinky promising each right, other. Right. And I wear it every day, but I'm not wearing it today, so it sounds like a liar, but I do, I promise. Um, <laughs> it, to, for me to remember that no matter where I am mentally, emotionally, or physically, or what's happening around me that I have no control over, that I'm moving forward no matter right. what. So it's my pinky promise to myself. Right. And I also want to evaluate, well, not evaluate, but I also want to go back to the lonely part and feeling alone. And a lot of, I've come across a lot of women that feel weak when they, when they feel that way. And they're like, well, how can I be this independent woman and still feel lonely and still feel alone? But that's actually okay. It's human nature to want to be with someone or to have a relationship or to like someone or right. look for that chemistry. Even as women, when we are growing and evolving, we are constantly trying to find a supportive partner. Not necessarily marry them and have babies all in one week, <laughs> but at least have a supportive partner that's there and can grow through the process with you too. Yes, of course. I think that's super important. How do you think you've evolved within your personal friendships and relationships as you grow? And have those friendships 
changed? Have you lost friends because of your growth? Have you found that there are specific maybe men that you liked before and now that you've kind of evolved into this new person, maybe you don't like that kind of character anymore? What were the lessons that you learned? I asked like five million questions, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so where do I start? I've noticed as I'm growing, the core relationships of the immediate people around me have, you know, kind of evolved from girl friendships to woman in friendships. So Mm. all of the girls or women, I should say, who I would turn to or lean on, they're maturing at the same time as I am and evolving. So for whatever or however, I've been lucky enough to, you know, mold myself around other people who are doing just as exciting things as I am Mm. in, in a different way, you know, as they're changing, I'm changing and we're changing together. So it's turning out to be this extremely cool uh, support system because we're all going through everything together, but at a different time. It's a tribe. Yeah. So it's like you're feeling today how I might have felt two days ago. And now I can tell you how I stopped feeling that way. And then yeah. when I'm going to feel a type of way, I'm going to tell you. And then yeah. you're going to tell me. So it's like feeding each other we're exactly. giving each other each other's medicine and it's empowering like, yes yeah. and I don't leave ever with the fact of thinking oh I want to be an independent woman I've been independent since I've been 13 years old at my little cousin's party that was her song that she played for me to walk out at her sweet 16 <laughs> Miss it. Independent <laughs> for me so I've been this way since I was 13 I can't help it it's who I am yeah. but it's, I don't think like that. I don't think, oh, I feel weak. Like, it, it, if you do, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, don't victimize yourself yeah. for feeling weak. That's a natural emotion. And not everything has to become something. Right. And that took me a little while yeah. to learn. To and, and I let it come. I don't need to dig into it. Yeah. And then I let it go. Don't dig. Well, because I'm not heartbroken over anything right now. Like, nothing is weighing me down. You nothing don't take is hurting me. personal. I don't anymore because it took... Well, I do still sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think it is a mind fuckery. Like, we, we need to decide where these things need to be filed. Just yeah. if we don't know I someone, you know, it's like it's not reading into things, leaving it at as they are, right. you know? Right. So, you know, you have to choose to... You have to choose to learn how to handle things that way. Like, I decided a long time ago, I got really upset and, and really heartbroken over you know a relationship that I had and in the way that it ended in that moment I decided I don't care it could be Jesus that I am marrying I don't care I will not let whatever baggage or shit that comes out of that person's mouth or any of those types of things affect me because they don't no just no so that's no and that's how you deal with negativity and judgment in terms of society mm-hmm. because a lot of the times you have like the society standards like oh you have to be this way by this specific age and you have to do this by this amount of time and like oh you don't look like this and you know so a lot of the times we get so wrapped up and lost in the society standards and trying to meet those standards so I always see you as like somebody that kind of goes against the grain oh yes like fuck this yeah if you want this wall yellow i'm gonna paint it black kind of thing just because i don't 
I do not conform. I do not like being told what to do. I yeah. think that there are ways around effective leadership of trying to influence someone to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I've just... Listen, I was raised in a very strict family, not in a bad way, in a good way. I am a gorgeous human being because of it. You are. But um, I'm just very like, this is that. This is that. Yes, I'm just always constantly on the go, just not doing what someone tells me to do. Because like, (laughs) if you know what it's like to be a baby girl in a family you know everyone's constantly protecting you and trying to mother you and tell you this and tell you that so I'm just like no and you know what it is too I I'm the I quote baby of the family but I turned out the most well I don't want to toot my own horn but I turned out the most responsible to two I you know the most responsible and smartest person out of the entire family yes so I mean I I'm totally like that too like you can't and a couple of weeks ago, I had a conversation with my mother, and it totally made me so angry. Remember that day I came over? I do, I do. My mother basically said, oh, you're about to be 30, and you need to have, like, two kids, and you need to get married. And what are you thinking with your ass, or, like, what's happening? And I said, well, I'm not ready for marriage, and I'm not ready to pop out a kid with a $10,000 student loan, so what do you want from me? Right. But I was so angry because... My mother told me that. Right. Not a random person, because if it was a stranger, I wouldn't care. So you had said that it it has a lot to do with a different mentality, but also learning how to not take that personal. Yes. Because you went something you went through something like that too, in a way. Yes, I definitely did. And how did you push through it? Well, you know, I learned that, you know, we get treated the way that we do by our parents because that's how they were treated and then that's how they were treated and it goes so forth and so forth and so forth and so you know it is true I I do think it happens to majority of uh, probably even guys too I don't know I don't have a brother so I don't know if parents pressure guys to to get married and have kids like they do for girls but you know eventually I think it's just in their nature. They don't mean any harm by it. I think it's us, the kids, who take it so rebellious and be like, no, what do you blah, blah, blah. Like, you know? And I just, and then they're like, um, okay, relax. Yeah. Like, you don't have to give me an attitude. But, yeah. you know, like, it's just us who are just so crazy about it. So I did read this book one time called My Mother, My Mirror. Uh-huh. And by reading that, it actually really allowed me to... Um, open that space to understand why my mom reacted to some of the things that she did when I was growing up the way that she did and now as an adult I'm like oh mom you did such a good job thanks you know yeah so I just try to educate myself as much as I possibly can before I judge yeah yeah although like don't get me wrong there are times especially like when it comes to my sister or her kids or even my really close friends like I will be the first person to be like who said that let me talk to you (laughs) like I'm just getting so protective yeah yeah but I really do try to like see the whole thing first before I say one or the thing or the other see see the whole picture and analyze the first and understand it before you go and judge it right basically don't make assumptions yes you know what they say out of assuming makes an asshole out of you and me yeah but I always like that saying. <laughs> I know it's so, it's so weird um so what would you what would you 
what kind of advice would you give a woman who is feeling a little bit lost, maybe on the inside too spiritual? Because I believe a lot. I believe a lot when it comes to like your spiritual self is important to keep balanced as well as the outside. Yes. And so what kind of advice can you give someone who feels a little bit lost or feels like things aren't working out? Well, you know, my first thing that I would ask anyone is, have you meditated? Did you meditate on it? And if I hadn't experienced, if I don't experience it every day for myself, like the clarity that meditation can give to you, like there have been times where an answer has been so sharp and razor clear mm -hmm. when I've meditated before that I knew the direction that I needed to go in. Right. And then there are other times where if you do it consistently, you know, it you'll just eventually get that answer. So, you know, listen to yourself. Do not, you know, don't get too many opinions. I feel like people are easily persuaded one way or the other. Yeah. But, you know, you in times like this, you have to really grow that relationship with yourself and listen to you trust you really become your best friend and sometimes that means that you don't answer text for a couple of days or right. sometimes that means don't answer the phone or hang out with your friends yeah you just need to go within and that's going to be something different for everyone and that's like just my advice is detach from the noise go within and no matter what happens you have to just continue to move forward no matter how far away that it looks you just have to keep going just keep leaping yes like slow and my aunt always says this to me forever slow and steady wins the race and that's so true because if you rush through things and try to do you know more than one thing at a time like for example I get sometimes I get so overwhelmed because I want to do this and then I want to do that and then I want to do this and then I end up sitting at home feeling so overwhelmed and stressed out because I'm just lost and I don't know what to do first. And then you get paralyzed. Exactly. And then I'm, and yeah. then I end up calling you um, <laughs> and complaining. But yeah, I believe in that. Slow and steady does win the race. And plus effort. Yes. You can't... Well, I went to confession for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Yeah, shocking. I walked in there. It was so awkward because I was like, do I say, forgive me, Father, I have sinned? Or is that really just in the movies? And he's, he's like, no, it's okay. But just talk to me. Anyway. Oh, you, you asked him that <laughs> yeah, for real? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, no, I wouldn't know either, you know? Yeah, I was like, do I say, forgive me, Father, I have sinned? He's like, no. <laughs> talk, talk to me, child. <laughs> anyway, <Aww>. but <clears throat> I, I told him, I said, there are some prayers that I've prayed for. There are some things I've prayed for for years and years and years and years. And I mean like five, seven, eight years and I haven't received them. And I feel like I'm just not being heard. You know, why is everybody becoming so successful? Why is everybody getting, you know, married or like getting all these jobs that they want? Why am I not receiving specific things that I'm praying for constantly? And he said that one, you have to keep putting in the effort. You can't just ask. You have to, you have to put in the effort. True. You have to do it slow and steady. You have to work out one thing, one step at a time. And you also can't compare. No, definitely no comparisons. Yeah. And then he gave me the example of the fact that there are some pe people out there that have no family and have no friends and have no food and have no water and no clean clothes. And it made me feel very, very 
guilty and bad for even saying, I don't think God or the universe listens to me. No, no, I know what you're trying, I know the point that you're trying to say because we all do do that, but that does not mean that because you're feeling the way that you are, that you're not grateful and that you're not showing gratitude for the things that you have. I think that's a natural reaction. We all feel like that. I felt like that before too. And the real truth is, is that everything happens at the right place at the right time. Just because you're praying for something right now, it's not that that's not going to come true. It's just going to come true at the time that it's meant to happen. Yeah. So, oops, sorry. <laughs> I'm like bouncing my finger on the table because I'm so passionate and it's like going right into Sasha's oh ear and she's not happy about it so she just swiped my hand away from the table. I, I'm very expressive. She is. I love it though. But no, that's what I'm saying. Like I am... St- I am now seeing things come to fruition that I prayed for 10 years ago. Right. And there are still other things that I haven't seen. But everything has its day, you know, and everything comes at at its time. So you just got to slow your roll and and, and just take it back. What is the meaning of self-love for you? Self-love for me is a feeling. It's not even a meaning. Mm -hmm. I I cannot put it into words. It's just a way that I feel about myself and the way that I am handling myself in the things that are happening around me. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I got chills. Yeah. You know, because it's, of course, it's like all about the external stuff too. Like right now, my nails look like I don't even know. Um, oh, I've been a nail person. I've loved to get my nails painted and trimmed. Like, and, and that's a part all of self love. Taking care of yourself too. Yes. Some people do feel that way. Oh uh, no, and I and I do usually. Right? Yeah. But you know, it, it, there's other things involved with that too. It's yeah. it's like thinking back at the end of the day of all the interactions that you've had that day. And feeling confident and proud in the way that you handled yourself and the way that you reacted to everything that happened to you. To me, that is also self-love. Not regretting the way that I treated someone. Not regretted the way that I thought right after someone told me something. So all of that is included. Yeah. I, in my second episode, I spoke with Nova. And she had mentioned that, you know, self-love is, self-love and just basically a well-balanced feeling is about knowing that at the end of the day you have to face yourself mm-hmm. and you have to deal with the things that went on throughout the entire day so it's how you react to things it's how you accept things and mm-hmm. how you face yourself at the end in front of that mirror or when mm-hmm. you're going to sleep like nobody else is going to help you face the things that you need to except for yourself mm-hmm. so i really did you know love that part kind of just a little no, she was good. I listened to her. I really enjoyed listening. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh my God. to her speak. But you know, a couple of summers ago, I met this really, really amazing person, and he told me that anytime that you feel frustrated or upset with someone, just hug them with your mind. Don't get mm. mad at them. Don't get angry. Don't get anxious because you know how we're all like, that person's walking too slow, or like this, yeah. that, the other thing. <laughs> It's like you just hug them with your mind because hug them with your mind. I they love need that. it. Yeah, don't don't do anything else. Just hug them with your mind. I love that. Yeah. Any takeaways or reflection that you want to share before we end this wonderful podcast? 
Oh, God. <laughs> you guys should really see her face right now. I mean, there's a hundred and thousand things that I could say at the moment, you know, but any Trim it down. Trim it down to a couple sentences. Ooh. Be inspirational. Gosh, that's so much pressure. I mean... Take another sip of some wine. Just keep going, guys. Like, that's the only thing that I can tell you. Like, just keep going. And no matter no matter what happens, as long as you are putting in the effort, you can't be upset. Yeah. So I think that, and that's like anytime like something doesn't happen for me or, you know, also, you need to understand that I was in my late 20s, still living at home, making like $12 an hour, right. not sure how I was going to be able to move out of my parents' house. So like yeah. talk about like a couple of blows to the belt and the ego, yeah. like yeah. I've experienced that too. So that's why I just say, just keep going because it, it, it's going to happen. Just keep believing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. You're welcome. Love yourself. I really appreciate it. And again, Desiree is the co-producer of Project Love Yourself Now, so I'm excited. Me too, because I'm so excited. There's so many people that I want us to talk to and hear and just share inspirational stories with everyone, as many people as we can, no matter what genre and things that they do. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And a big shout out to my friend Janina, (laughs) who is here witnessing our project love yourself podcast hi guys (laughs) (laughs) she was really quiet but she she i'm sure she took away a lot of things but i I sure did a lot of them hit points in my life exactly see we inspired someone already so thank you so much guys thank you for listening and i hope you tune in to the next episode i'm not sharing the guest but you'll have to listen to find out thanks